0: I think if you're feeling stuck or uninspired, um, you have to identify the source, right? Like mm-hmm. if it's if it's this kind of low level discontent, um, maybe you're not totally aligned with the work that you're doing. But if it's more just this sense that you're you're running yourself ragged, you're stretching yourself too thin, you know, all of those sayings then it really is about thinking about setting in place those healthy boundaries. How can you get back more of your time? How can you start making those incremental upgrades that shift you in the direction of where you want to go?
1: Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Calm Collective podcast. And if you're new, I'm So glad that you're here. I'm currently nestled up in my new home, which I've been absolutely loving, and taking my time really intentionally putting things together, which it's completely unlike me. I'm such a serious nester at heart and find so much joy in diving headfirst to put together my space just so. Can any of you relate to that? I just end up spending like a solid week just making sure that everything is perfect and buying all the things that I need and I feel like this time around with this little gem I'm just finding a lot of peace and taking my time and really curating it to feel serene and nourishing and just 100% like me and that feels pretty good. Um, also one of my favorite things about this space, hands down, is that I no longer have to record these podcasts in my closet, you guys. This is major. That was so uncomfortable, and it's it's a small victory, I know, but it really feels like such a big deal to me. My last apartment was just mm, toxic at best, and although it was in the, I don't know how you would say it, I guess sought-after West Loop area, it was just so incredibly loud I mean, I couldn't even keep my windows open due to the street noise. Now I'm so grateful for all that space has taught me now that I'm removed and I can actually soak up and absorb the lessons from living in that space. But this new neighborhood that I'm in, it's just a block from the water. Oh, you guys, it's such a game changer and it's just so quiet. I mean, the only things I can hear when my windows are open are birds chirping. So, alas, I'm podcasting from my comfortable couch in my living room and finding a lot of gratitude in that small thing, if you couldn't tell. Um, I do want to record an episode soon talking all about my new space and the lessons surrounding the old one as I was talking about before, um, the move, how that all went, uh, the intentional nesting, all of those things. Um, And what's really cool is that on Instagram the other day, I asked what you guys are wanting to see more of on the blog, and so many of you, I'd say about 90% of you, want to see um, and hear about more home decor and intentional pieces and where I'm finding things for my home, which was really flattering, and that's exciting because that is for sure a passion of mine. So I'm going to dabble in that um, a little bit in the very near future. Um, But today we're going to go down a different path. We're diving into business a little bit. And before you turn this off, thinking that I'm going to bore you with entrepreneurial tips or whatever, please just give it a fighting chance because this woman is gold. Kaylin Asher is a sought after mindset business coach who has a magical power that she so graciously shares with the rest of the world. So The secret, which is not so much a secret anymore, is that she only works three days a week. She sticks to her boundaries, and she's making more money now than she ever has in her career. So three days a week means she gets to spend four days a week devoted to her family, her friends, and her passions. Four days a week, you guys, to reset her mind and to work intentionally when those three days arise. Four days a week, essentially, to live her life. Now, even coming from someone who loves both of her jobs, I'm talking about me here, this podcast and the blog and my photography business, and I know Kaylin feels the same about her job. It doesn't, it just doesn't define me how hard I work, how, how many hours I work The people I love and how I spend my free time, those are the golden nuggets, right? Those are the things that we're going to reflect on when we're 90 and replaying the tapes of our lives. So we were not born to work. We were born to live. And that is such an important distinction to make here. So I know the thought of working three days a week to most of you probably feels ridiculous, maybe even a little lazy. I've been called lazy many a time when operating under the three-day work week method, but I can guarantee you that the work I'm doing, the work that Kaylin is doing during those three days, it's so intentional, my favorite word. And it's impactful. It's on purpose. It's not busy work, it's intention work. So I encourage each and every one of you, even those of you who work a nine to five corporate job, to tune into this episode with Kaylin. It's so enlightening, it's so refreshing, and it's inspiring to say the least. So even if you don't end up giving the three day work week a try, No big deal. There's no doubt in my mind that you'll still walk away with some golden nuggets of inspiration from Kaylin. Lastly, if you do enjoy this episode or you've been listening for a while and are moved by what you're hearing, I would be so immensely grateful if you'd take just a moment to head to iTunes and leave this podcast just a quick five-star rating and review on what it is that touches you the most about this show. It really is just the surefire way to help this podcast grow and to land in the laps for those who are needing some mindfulness in their day-to-day lives and to help continue to get more inspiring guests such as Kaylin on the show. Again, thank you just doesn't cut it. You guys know I love you so much. My cup runneth over for each and every one of you who are tuning in. It really does mean the world. So without further ado, here's my chat with Kaylin Asher. Hi, Kaylin. I'm so grateful that you've taken the time to be here today, especially with how sacred your schedule and planning is, and that is actually something that I admire so much about you, Um, and I've actually implemented a lot into my own life, so truly, thank you for taking the time.
0: Oh, it's such a pleasure to be here, Cassandra. Thanks for inviting me. Of course.
1: So I always like to start off by painting a picture for all of the listeners, so can you give us a little visual and some insight as to what life is looking like for you right now?
0: Yeah, I'd be happy to. So, I am a business coach. I work with women entrepreneurs who want to build an abundant six figure business working flexible, feel good hours. So, a lot of the ladies who find me are moms like myself who Mm. are looking to build and grow their business around their passion. And so, for me, life right now looks like working three days a week. I've got four day weekends with my two little daughters and my husband. And it's, um, Really just a beautiful balance of having um, time with them and then doing work with the ladies that I love supporting.
1: Oh, that's so good. And I cannot wait to dive into this three-day work week that you've created. But first, can we go back in time a little bit? What were you doing prior to being this sought-out business coach?
0: Yeah. So I've been business coaching for, I guess about four or five years now. And prior to that, I was in the yoga industry Mm. and I was working with yoga teachers, helping them kind of map out their marketing and social media planning. I, I am a certified yoga teacher myself. And I realized in, um, the early days of my yoga teaching, I was getting lots of traction and PR and clients and things like that. And a lot of my fellow teachers who some had been teaching longer were wondering what tricks I had up my sleeve. I was just using, you know, social media. I could grown up Mm -hmm. with it. And it was something I was leveraging in my business and they really wanted to know what I was doing. And so I started in that space. And then after my first daughter was born, um, I pivoted to my business and opened it up to service based women entrepreneurs Mm. in a more general scope, not just yoga teachers.
1: So, when you were doing all of that before you hit this three day work week, had you ever hit burnout or exhaustion or any of those things?
0: I did. Yeah, at that time. I was working full time hours. My income was more of like a part time income at that time. Mm-hmm. And I was really in this sort of hustle mentality that mm. I had to hustle and work really, really hard in order to make money. And, uh, you know, if you believe it, then you live it. So that so was true. My, my story for a long time. And uh, prior to that business, I had kind of been in a number of different industries, just trying to find my place to land, which I realize now is a very common story among Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs. But for me at the time, I just sort of felt like a failed businesswoman. <laughs> mm. and nothing was working as well as I wanted it to. And I wasn't really finding, you know, my thing. And uh, it took it took time and then actually becoming a mom for me to sort of step up and take a stand for what sounded really good on the lifestyle front. And mm-hmm. that was having that three day work week. And then from that place, I started pivoting a lot of things in my business, which uh, actually meant my business take off and do a lot better.
1: Oh, I love that so much. And honestly, for me, I think over the past couple of years, work life balance has become my number one pri- priority. And and I think with that falls in line, kind of what you were saying is when you have this healthy work like life balance and that's your priority, you're also kind of vocalizing. So are my relationships, you know. Yes. So is my so is my own personal life. And I was introduced to your three day work week, and it was honestly one of the only ways that I could make that shift and have it stick everything else felt so temporary everything else that I tried I'm like this just isn't working this doesn't feel good and and then I came across you and it just like clicked and I love it so much so let's dive into this because I'm sure a lot of people you said three-day work week and they're like how is that even possible (laughs) so can you give us a little bit of a rundown of what that is exactly
0: yeah, sure. So I'll give you a uh, the inside scoop at my yeah. my schedule. So for me, my working days are Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and because I have a service business where I'm working with clients, um, it it fit really well because I only was going to be working with a handful of clients at a time, and so my schedule. Um, accommodated that. I, I needed about eight clients at a time to sort of hit my revenue goals early on in my business. Mm-hmm. And so that, that client load felt comfortable in those three days. I realized pretty quickly as I stepped into my three-day work week that I needed to really prioritize the available time that I had and be really clear and intentional with how I was using my time. And so that meant making some strategic moves. I started coaching on a bi-weekly basis. So Mm -hmm. um, my clients were all on my A week. I called it my A week. And then my B week was open. So I met with my clients every other week. And then all those interim weeks were open, free of clients. So I had lots of time to do the marketing, work on projects that were coming up, content creation, all of the things that kept my business moving forward and growing because a trap I see a lot of people fall into, especially when they're trying to cut back their hours, is that suddenly all their available time is spent serving their current clients and they have Mm. no room and energy to grow their business. And so that was a really powerful move that I made early on and that enabled me to keep growing my business even when I was just working those three days. A common question that I get asked is like, are those three days really long days for you? Are you mm-hmm. trying to jam in 40 hours into three days of work? And mm-hmm. no, that is not the case. My work day on those days is starts at around 9 a.m. and wraps up usually by 4, maybe 4.30. And on Thursdays, I actually end even a little bit earlier, more like around lunchtime and spend the afternoons with my girls. So it's you know a very modest, you know, 15 to 20 hours that I'm working each week. And when I first stepped into it back in, when was it? Beginning of 2015, I guess, was when I started my three-day work week. I was doing everything by myself. I was still solopreneuring it. Mm -hmm. But over the years, I've, you know, really realized that my time is so valuable and so limited by choice because I want to have this lifestyle that I love that it's really essential to start outsourcing or eliminating or Mm -hmm. automating those elements that aren't in your zone of genius. And by doing that, I've been able to recapture even more of my time.
1: Oh my gosh. It's so good. And I, I love how you just come off so organized. I know that might sound weird, but like you just, well, I guess I'll say this for anyone who's listening that when Kaylin and I were scheduling this episode, it was really cool to just see you be a product of your own like doing the walk, right? Walking the walk. And when we were scheduling this, it was like, this is a day that I have free. Does that work for you? No. Okay. Then this is the next day that I have free. And they fell in line with your scheduling that you're talking about with a three-day work week. And I just got those emails and it just made me smile because I was like, oh, this is just like someone who has really healthy boundaries set in place. And I think that's really all that any of us are missing a lot of times are just those boundaries. Right. And that that prioritizing. So have you come up, I guess the question I'd like to ask is, have you had any issues with people who aren't respecting your three-day work week or your boundaries? And if so, how do you kind of navigate that?
0: Mm, That is such a great question. And some, and one that I do often get asked by my clients because they're concerned that if they start, cutting back on their working hours that they're going to lose out on business and clients Mm -hmm. because it's not going to line up. And what I've actually found is the more kind of set in my my schedule that I become and the more more healthy boundaries that I put in place – the more quickly my clients say yes to those available slots that I do have, sure, <laughs> they're kind of like, oh, thank you. Thanks for making time for me. This is amazing. I'll, you know, be there Tuesday mm-hmm. at noon. And it's not a big deal for them because they, like you, like you just said about our our correspondence about scheduling this interview, is they really like that I live what I'm preaching. I don't say, Oh, work three days a week. And then I'll open up my entire schedule them to them to book a session. Mm -hmm. I, I do it on, on the hours that are available to me also because I know my best hours. And I know that I am a much more present, grounded, creative coach at, you know, noon or at 2 PM in the afternoon rather than at eight o'clock at night. My Mm -hmm. energy is just not there at that right level at that time.
1: So are there any exceptions that you make or do you try and stick to that pretty wholeheartedly?
0: I try to stick to it pretty wholeheartedly in terms of speaking engagements. When Mm -hmm. I get asked to speak on a stage or to a group, I will venture outside of my three days because it's, you know, just such a fun opportunity for me to be in that different sort of dynamic. Mm -hmm. But, um, for the large part in terms of, you know, client sessions or webinars that I'm hosting, trainings that I'm doing, interviews like this one, uh, those are all factored into those three days.
1: That's so great. And I really think that they don't have to be as sticky as people make them seem. So kind of like what you were saying, and I'm still working through that muddy water of having that fear of losing out on clients, especially being a photographer. A lot of times people want to shoot on the weekends. And that's why I gave up shooting big weddings is because I didn't want to lose that time with my family and my friends. Right. But that's when a lot of people want to shoot. And I'm going through that having to be like, I'm sorry, I only shoot on, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So if one of these lands for you, then let's do it, you know, and I would say about 60% of them are okay with that, and I know that has to go with me just not fully standing within that boundary yet. So, still have some work to do, but you are living proof that it works. So, have you had to deal with any naysayers who, let's say, who look at you like you're lazy, right, for only working three days a week? And I ask this question... Because in the beginning of the year when I started this, when I was toying around with it, I remember mentioning this to someone that I had just met. And they responded with, honestly, I remember it to a T, it must be nice to be you. But it was like in this condescending way, kind of like I didn't take life seriously or that I was doing as little as possible. Um, so, I mean, I feel like I handled it fine, but I'm curious if you deal with reactions like this and how you've handled them or how you'd suggest that listeners who try this model... Um, could handle yeah, criticism. That's
0: a that's a great point. And for me, as a mom, uh, honestly, some of the hardest work I do is you know Friday through Monday parenting mm-hmm. my two my two daughters, oh, my four yeah. year old, and my two year old. So for me, um, this this balance that I have is um, is not just not just for the lifestyle, but also it's functional for me right now. My girls mm-hmm. are little; they're home. I want to be with them. I have had people say, you know, well, what do you do on those four days? And I'm like, well, I'm a mom, like I'm hanging out with my kids, we're playing in the yard and we're going to play dates and we're, you know, going to the children's museum in the park and, you know, I'm, I'm being with them. But for someone who is looking to design their work week as feels best for them, I think that's kind of the whole point, right? That's the whole point of having your own business is not Mm -hmm. to create a business that you're a slave to or that you have to step right back into that nine to five mentality. It's so you can design your life. It's so you can travel and have freedom and work uh, a half day or meet a friend for lunch. It's so you can do those very things. And it's kind of funny that person, oh, must be nice to be you. I mean, it's like, yeah, it 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 is. is. It is nice (laughs) that I have given myself permission to Mm -hmm. live life. On my own terms and create it as I see fit because five day work day, five day work week, two day weekend, it's arbitrary. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's an arbitrary system at this point. It's really not necessary with how much how much technology we have at our disposal and all the advancements and every, I'd say like 90% of people could probably be remote workers at this point, mm-hmm. working on their own schedules. If they're morning, you know, people work in the mornings. If you're a night owl, work in the middle of the night. There's very little we need to do um, in in working that really requires us to be on site for, you know, imagine the large majority of people that are listening to this podcast right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah. uh, And I'm so glad that you that you pointed that out, that, you know, designing your own business is made or is, you know, that's the whole purpose is to give yourself Mm -hmm. that freedom. I think so many of us I know in the beginning, I did that, like, if I was not head down at my computer working my butt off, I had this thing of, well, then I'm not keeping up, you know, then no one's going to take me seriously when, in fact, the opposite is true. You kind of become this icon that's a that's a big word but like the way that I looked at you when I first heard about the three-day work week right or um I don't know if you're familiar with Kate Northrup who wrote do less mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's an incredible book and it's the same sort of thing of like you can actually create more abundance if you are channeling it correctly or like my dad used to always say you know work smarter not harder and yes I'm such a firm believer
0: so, I totally am too. Yeah. <laughs> as you might have guessed. Yeah.
1: So, one thing that I really love and respect about you as well is how transparent about the income increases that you've made over the years um, and how you share it and attribute it to this, you know, structure that you've built. So, can you talk about how that happened for you, how working less actually helped you make more?
0: Yes. I think that's a really powerful transition that we have to wrap our heads around mm-hmm. that we can work fewer hours or, or I should, I mean, I really like to say feel good hours. Cause for some of us oh, yeah. working 60 hours a week might feel really good, but yes. if it doesn't, that's when we need to think about changing it. But for me, just to kind of give you the the benchmarks of um, of sort of how this played out was I shifted after taking some time off after my first daughter was born. I shifted to my three-day work week back in the beginning of 2015. Uh, I also tweaked my business model a little bit and made some shifts around my ideal client. There were were a few different things happening, but the big, big change was my work schedule because that got me hyper-focused on the top priority tasks that were actually going to bring in clients and bring in money. And so in doing that within about six, seven months or so, I realized I was making more money than I had made previously working five days a week. Mm -hmm. And then pretty soon I was making two, three, four times the amount of money each and every month working half the hours. So it was this really remarkable thing that felt almost magical at mm-hmm. the time that this transition could occur. And now looking back, I've, you know, studied exactly what happened in the shifts that I've made. And I've actually put together a framework called six figures made simple that yes. I teach inside my mastermind that helps women do this exact thing that I've now lived out over these years. But that was sort of the, the first milestone I started making probably, you know, four or five, $6,000 a month by the fall of 2015 and realizing, Hey, there's something to this. There's something to really making such intentional, powerful use of my time. That's enabling me to grow my business in a really big way. Like I've never done before. And I realized I needed some more strategy. I Mm. needed some support to figure out exactly how to harness this. Mm -hmm. And so I invested in my first high level coach. I paid thousands and thousands of dollars for like five hours of her time, but it was well worth it because she really helped me not just map out the strategy, but she really got me believing in the strategy so that it would work. And The very next year, twenty sixteen, was my first six figure year. I launched two rounds of my coaching, and um, over the course of the year, I worked with about seventeen one on one clients, and I had six figures in sales. Which you know, maybe seventeen clients sounds like a lot. Maybe it sounds like none whatsoever. But because of the way I structured my packages and priced my packages and the style of coaching I was doing, that um, that was enough to bring in those six figures in sales. And then the following year, 2017, I had my second daughter (laughs) and took four months off and my revenue still increased by 15% because I was capitalizing on these strategies. Mm -hmm. And then last year, 2018, my revenue um, increased by 50%, even though I cut back my hours from 20 hours to around 15 hours a week. So it's been a a really awesome ride. And now this year I'm studying with my own mentor that, um, we're really zeroing in on what are those game changing elements that are going to take me from the six figure realm into the seven figure realm and living into that, which is big and beautiful and kind of scary too. (laughs) Just
1: these like beautiful sought after intentions. I love it. That's so inspirational to hear that story. And I think for a lot of people, you know, it's easy to read a book or listen to a podcast where someone is just like, yeah, I did less and I made more. But the fact that you actually put the numbers and the percentage out there, I think is just really, it's really great because I think, I think it feels really impossible until there's one person who's willing to overlook the fact that money is a taboo subject, even though it shouldn't be. And just be like, look here, this is my proof, right? This is what's working Mm -hmm. for me. So very grateful. And I'm sure others will be as well. Um, we were just talking about your, um, your mastermind. I want to talk about success made simple. So this is where you take on clients who are generally feeling burnt out, right. And not seeing the results that they should for the hours they're putting in. Does, is that a good way to explain it?
0: Yeah. So Success Made Simple is my membership. Got it. Um, and so that's a great place for women who are in the early phases of their business and are looking to get some support and strategies and some live trainings with me. I do a live training every month to help you get those foundational pieces of your business in place. And then sort of the next step is my six figures made simple mastermind. And this is mm-hmm. for women who are really ready to rise to that six figure level and want, um, access to my framework that I've, um, that I've put in place that has served me in my own business and that I share with my clients.
1: Does the area of the women's business matter or can it be any business?
0: My, the process of the framework that I teach works best with service-based businesses. Mm -hmm. So the women that I support, um, in the group. I have a health coach right now. I've got a speech pathologist. I've got a Facebook ads strategist, a Mm. launch strategist. Um, so it's, it sort of runs the gamut, but, um, all of them are in a service business. I've, yeah, a, a web designer, a V a really high level VA. So definitely sort of that location independent, virtual service space.
1: Mm, okay, good. I just want all the listeners to know, because I'm sure people are going to be running to your website after this. So, and that's also, um, you guys, when Kaylin was talking about her um, A week and B week, is it still, uh, is that still a free download on your website when you go?
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Three day work week schedule. It gives you an inside look at my entire schedule, hour by hour, both my A week and my B week. I break down all my tasks Describe them in detail. So if you're curious exactly what I'm doing every hour of the day, you can find that. And it also has a fillable template in there for you to start mapping out your ideal work week as well.
1: Yes, which is might be silly, but that's what I'm still using.
0: <laughs> I
1: just keep printing <laughs> hey, it out. So good to hear
0: that. Yeah, I love that. That totally. has been my opt in for years now, and I have not yet changed it because I still get so much positive feedback about it.
1: Yeah, it's like that saying, "If it ain't broke, don't fix it." Right? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so one more thing that I want to talk about is one of the main questions that I get personally or requests that I get for, like, blog topics and podcast episodes is um, to gain more time, for people to gain more time in their days. Like, how do they do that? How do they get out of autopilot? What are some tips that you would give the listeners to break out of that spell, we'll call it?
0: I think one of the most helpful exercises I did early on was a time audit. And as I was stepping into my three day work week, I tracked my time for a couple of days and I soon realized how much time I was wasting because I was ping ponging between different things. I was allowing distractions to take me away from my work and, um, you know, being really responsive to my inbox, just all of those things that we know we probably shouldn't be doing, but we Mm. can't help ourselves. Well, shining the light of awareness on it really helps you make some of those initial changes. So in doing that, I was able to kind of see my bad habits and start shifting those. And I also did um, sort of a next level on it where I went through all the tasks I was doing and I asked myself, do I like it? And am I good at it? And I soon realized that there was a handful of stuff that I was doing on a regular basis that I didn't like that much and I wasn't that good at. And that empowered me to then either eliminate it from my to-do list or to find another way of taking care of it, either automating it or outsourcing it.
1: Yes huge the outsourcing thing i think is really really powerful because we're so accustomed to thinking that we can do everything right
0: yes
1: i love that idea and i think people are pretty quick to do that when it comes to money to spending right writing down like what they're spending to see where all their money's going i honestly have never thought to do that with my time
0: yeah. yeah try time that. is precious. It's, it's super valuable. It's the most valuable so asset. Yes. Know, if it helps you, I love that analogy, sort of thinking of it as your, a time budget. Like you mm-hmm. have a certain amount each day and where are you spending it? Where so is you say it going? That, right? Where are you spending your time? It's, yeah. It's a valuable resource.
1: And I hate those days where it's like, I look at the clock and I'm like, how is it 6 PM and what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it would be a lot more gratifying to be able to look back and be like, oh, I did not need to do that. Or that should not have taken this long. So, okay. I love that. I'm going to implement that for sure. So what are some vital steps that you would tell someone who feels stuck or uninspired in their own business, aside from coming <laughs> to see you?
0: <laughs> I think if you're feeling stuck or uninspired, um, you have to identify the source, right? Like mm-hmm. if it's if it's this kind of low-level discontent, um, maybe you're not totally aligned with the work that you're doing, but if it's more just this sense that you're you're running yourself ragged, you're stretching yourself too thin, you know, all of those sayings, then it really is about thinking about setting in place those healthy boundaries. How can you get back more of your time? How can you start making those incremental upgrades that shift you in the direction of where you want to go? One of my favorite things to do and for myself and also to teach to my clients and share with my, the members of my mastermind is to think about what the next level version of yourself would do for herself and her business. You know that that six-figure earner, that seven-figure earner, wherever she is, how would she show up? What would she do for herself in terms of self-care? What would she, you know, on really basic stuff, like what would she feed herself? What would she do in terms of physical movement on a daily basis? And then in her business, how would she show up and what kind of energy would she bring into it?
1: Oh, that's powerful. Just like the act of visualization alone is so powerful, but then to like put yourself there and say like what would my future self do oh I love that that's really really good yeah okay are you ready for some rapid fire questions (laughs) sure why not (laughs) yeah of course feel free to expand if you feel like you need to you don't have to answer these like in one word or anything like that but okay so what is your mantra
0: Mm, the journey has to align with the destination
1: oh I've never heard that I like that Mm -hmm.
0: yeah
1: what is your morning ritual
0: meditation, mm. yoga, movement outside.
1: So good. So, the best in life excuse me, the best life advice that you've ever received.
0: Perception is reality. Mm,
1: these are so good. Okay, the best business advice you've ever received.
0: I think the best business advice I've ever received was probably in instilled in me really early. My parents always told me that I could do anything I wanted and make money. Mm. And so that was really helpful information to have installed in me at a young age.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What's one way that you practice self-care every day?
0: Take time for myself. What does that look like? Uh, That looks like that morning routine that I described Mm. earlier. Mm -hmm. Uh, It looks like Lying on my office floor after mm-hmm. lunch for 10 minutes <laughs> and taking some deep breaths and, and having some time in bed before lights out to read and journal.
1: Yes. The book you're currently reading or the last one that you read?
0: The book I'm currently reading... Is Bear. I'm reading a couple books. Mm. Bear by Susan Hyatt, which is really cool. Um, I also have Do Less by Kate Northrup on my nightstand. That's my next one that I'm going to be reading. I plowed
1: Um, through that. that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, what is one internal thing that you're currently working on?
0: Holding space for this next level of impact and income that I want to make. For a long time, I didn't. I didn't totally believe it was possible to reach the seven figure level working the hours that I'm working and I, I finally am feeling, I'm feeling into it. I'm feeling energetically ready. So I know that the up level is, is happening, which is really exciting, but it's, um, it's something I'm showing up for on a daily basis right now.
1: Well, that's really exciting. You have one message to share with the world. What would that message be?
0: Live a life you love and do what you need to, to create it for yourself.
1: Mm -hmm. What does mindfulness mean to you?
0: Being in the moment, being right here, right now, and noticing all of the goodness that's, that exists right in this moment instead of getting ahead of ourselves.
1: Mm -hmm. And then lastly, where can people find you?
0: Yeah, people can find me on my website. It's a great place to connect, kaylinasher.com. And that's where you can get that three day work week schedule download. And my free Facebook group, it's called the Three Day Work Week. And I am hanging out in there every day supporting women entrepreneurs.
1: I'll have to join that. I don't think I'm a part of that.
0: Yes, you will. I okay, will. Sandra, you have to join us.
1: I will for sure. And then what is your Instagram handle just so people can hang out with you over there as well?
0: Yes, of course. It's at Kaylin underscore Asher.
1: Perfect. I'll put those all in the show notes as well. But thank you so much for including us in your three-day work week. I'm so, so thankful. I just really feel like this is going to land so well for everyone.
0: Oh, it was a pleasure. Really enjoyed the conversation.
1: Thanks, Kaylin.